Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Jim Tam. He's a Principal Client Director at Corn Ferry's Digital Group, where he advises organizations on how to improve their sales effectiveness through using world-class sales methodology and technology. I have Bill Dolan. He's a Virtual Event Coordinator and Director, Video Producer at Sprint Media. He is Emmy-nominated in TV, Live, and Marketing Strategist. He's an author and a coach. He's helping people promote their brand stories. I have Brandon Mahoney. He's the co-founder of LaunchPoint Labs, a startup studio and early venture funds where he is an expert in creating sales departments. The question I have today, a little bit tough, how do you think about something on purpose? Brandon, kick us off. So definitely, definitely a tough question. If I'm gonna have to think about something purposefully, it means that there's a reason as to why I'm thinking about it, whether it's it, I'm thinking about a person, am I thinking about them because I, I miss them? Is it maybe something happened in their life? That means that there's an end goal in that thought. I try to think about what is that end goal? What is the reason behind why I'm thinking about this situation or this person? And then what what do I need to do to kind of finish that thought? Yeah, I think for me, it all depends on priorities. I mean, I like to think that. Um, I work best under deadlines. And if there's a specific project or solution or blog or something I need to get done on a set time, that's when I make time to think. And I also work in a way where I, in order for the creative juices to come out, I got to have alone time. And that's usually in a car. And when we when you know, before COVID, my best thinking time was on a plane because mm -hmm. I was, you know, I had to unplug from everything. And that was usually the best time. And sometimes I just may have to dream about it. And that also releases... A lot of creativity for me. I think it starts with having a purpose. I mean, to think about something on purpose implies that you actually have a purpose. And so whatever that purpose is and how whatever you're thinking about falls in the context of that means are we going to process it in the autonomous way, the way we breathe and we're not thinking in, out, in, out. Are we uh, doing what I call a drive-by <laughs> engagement? <laughs> Where life goes past you like a freeway sign, you know, exit sign that last stop for gas? Or is it going to be something that's deliberate? And part of that thinking about something on purpose, usually, I think, and doctor, you know this, ties more to our reticular activating system that gives you a flag every once in a while that says, this is important. And when you get that red flag, how do we think about something on purpose? Pay attention. Mm -hmm. And be very deliberate about not reacting, but being responsive and reflective. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully respond thoughtfully. If it's not on purpose, if you don't have a purpose, it's just another drive-by. I love that point, Bill. Thank you so much for making it. And Jim, I want to go back to what you said about thinking in the car or thinking on airplanes. And I think a lot of people don't give their brain enough time where they don't have input. And here's what I mean by that. So this morning I'm on my row machine. I'm doing my rowing for the morning. Yay me exercise. Yeah. And I'm listening to a book and I realized that something he said I was thinking about and I wasn't listening to the book anymore. And so I actually had to stop the book and let my brain think and do that. I don't know if you guys have this, but that running commentary carry in your head where it's actually words, like your brain is thinking things. And it's easy, I think, to have so much input that when your brain starts doing that running commentary, you're not paying attention to it. 
it's so nice to hear that I'm not the only person that does that. Like I'll be on my second or third page and then I just, what, what did I just read? Because my mind just went off on a separate tangent. I don't know if it was triggered by any, something that I read or just something that's got reprioritized in my brain. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I just lost, lost track of the few pages, <laughs> but I was flipping. Oh, you were actually <laughs> reading. I was listening. So I had that going for me. <laughs> that, that definitely happens with me, whether it's I'm um, listening to an audiobook and I realize it's five minutes that I have not paid attention because I'm still thinking of something that was said previously or when reading, I, I'll, same thing, I'll flip through and it just, time just keeps going. Uh, one thing I found that helps me a lot when it comes to, to reading is I bring a notebook with me. And as I'm reading, I'm, I'm taking notes. And I feel like that helps me be very intentional about my reading. Because there are many times I'd read a book and a month will pass. And I'm like, I don't really remember everything in that book. And I feel like I just wasted time reading just to say I read the book. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking it's funny when, when you first asked the question, I, I start thinking about uh, not only the idea of how do I focus because that's a key part of purpose. And uh, by the way, I also love books on tape and you probably do the same thing. I listen to them at at least double speed and I do it both for efficiency, but it requires me to focus and I'm less likely to drift off when people speak at the normal, uh, you know, canter that people usually speak. The other thing though, is not just the purpose piece, is if it's purposeful, it means that I, I'm not just interested in the storing and the processing of information, but of recalling that information. And where I recognized I needed to do that is when I park at an airport. Mm. I've now learned about being deliberate about my purpose of getting back to my car by taking a picture of it. Mm-hmm. And the idea of just, we end up going this way in life, boom, 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 boom. When the fact is that there's something right in front of us that we miss, we lose the purpose because we can't recall it. Hmm. So being able to say, I'm going to stop. I'm going to absorb this memory and this feeling, whether here or on a picture, so that I can recall and now it can fulfill its purpose. Mm -hmm. Creating those memory pegs, I think. When you are thinking about something rather than just throwing it into the file pile that is your brain and hoping you can find that synapse again later, create a purposeful memory peg of this is where I find this. And I have things in my brain where if I want to remember them, I know I have to think about something else first and then that memory is attached to it. But I did it on purpose to make that happen. I love that term memory peg. That's great. I still can remember that the amygdala is the part of your brain that handles emotions. Because when I was in grad school, I was like, well, that's like amethyst and amethysts are nice stones. And that creates an emotion. Mm-hmm. That memory peg will be with me forever. You just put a memory peg for me. Amethyst, amygdala. Yeah. If you're thinking about stuff on purpose, how do you keep track of that? I love the idea of taking notes, Brandon. That is one of the things that I struggle with, with books on that I listen on audio is that I'm usually doing something else. So how do you do it other than notes? I think that the way my mind works is that I'm, I'm kind of wired to solve problems. And if I can think of something that solves a problem, that's when I know it's going to stick. But if it's just a, a nice fact or nice, interesting thing to remember, it's probably going to be forgotten unless I write it down. And I think that's why I, growing up, I always put a you know note, notepad next to my night table because mm-hmm. otherwise I won't be able to go back to sleep because I don't want to forget that thought. But yep. once I write it down, then I'm able to go back to sleep. Right. Bill, what about you? How do you remember stuff? I, it's a combination. Number one, 
I do write things down when I'm actively involved. Like like right now, you're saying amethyst. Oh, oh gosh, those are brilliant thoughts. <laughs> but a lot of life is a drive-by experience. Mm. And those wake-up moments, oh, oh, I need to pay attention to that. So I will take notes in my phone, love my notes. I'll dictate a note. And to uh, for those things that are purposeful to me, I've already made files in my phone notes. It mm. says, here's personal thoughts. Here's philosophy. Here's humor. Here's things related to my last book. Here's related to my next book. And I put those file folders in, and that allows me to not only store them, but then obviously uh, recall them. Uh, but the other thing, and and uh, it drives a lot of people around me crazy. Keep in mind, yes, I grew up as a television director. Mm. Picture a television director. Where's everything important? On a wall in front of them. It's not stuffed in a drawer. They are literally immersed in those things that are important. And if you come to my office and you're in my space, you'll see I have immersed myself in those priorities and those purposeful things that I want to remember, recall, and hopefully apply. Mm-hmm. One other tip, I guess I'll share. My sister and I do this together and I've done it with clients. There are times where I will tell my brain, look, I know you know this. I know you've read this. Go find it and come back to me with it. And more often than not, it will. Eventually it'll just pop up like, oh, I have found it. And I've done this with clients where I start walking them through a process and just asking questions and kind of getting their neurons to fire. And eventually we run into the synapse that's connected to the memory of the thing that they're looking for. So there is a whole process of, hey, it's in there, go find it, that your brain can do. I love that. I think after this call, Bill, I'm going to put down life is a drive-by experience or because <laughs> I'm going to write that down. I'm that's a good saying, right? <laughs> All right, gentlemen, that is our 10 minutes. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. And I look forward to thinking about you and seeing you again very soon.